Um, hey guys. He's out there. That's the review I'm doing from Netflix. Um, yeah. So, it was starring Ivan uh, Stravowski, uh Anna Binoski, uh Abigail Panoski, obviously the real sisters, uh, Ryan McDonald, and Justin Ruin. So, um... Yes, yeah, so I'm just I'm just gonna sum up the plot. Uh, it's supposed to be a horror film. Um, it's 89 minutes, and when hubby Sean is supposed to be arriving at this sort of like vacation house, uh, Laura, uh, whose mom takes the two girls, you know Anna and Abigail. The characters' names are Kayla and Maddie, um, and they're supposed to be like having a family getaway. Um, and some dude just wants to kill them. And, um, yeah, that's, that's the plot. Uh, there's a... Whew, I hate having to do this, but I gotta rip this movie apart. Here's the problem. Okay, so the plot is not that strong. I understand that there's a male out there and this woman is supposed to be defending her two daughters and she doesn't know why he's out there to kill her. So here's the problem. Uh, These kids have no common sense. These kids were intentionally kept to be dumb or too childlike where they had no human instinct of either fear, uh, too much fear and not enough of anything else. Um, There's no character development and they tried to put character development towards the end. So let me explain to you when I say about the plot. She takes her kids out there. They're all waiting for daddy to show up. Great, fine. But the girls are playing in the middle of the forest. They're having fun because it's a family. And, it, you know, obviously it's something they've done before. And they follow this red uh, ribbon or red string that's been carefully, you know, uh, plotted out throughout the forest. And there are cupcakes there just randomly sitting there uh, for it. So one of the girls eats the cupcakes. Um, they don't know who left the cupcakes. There's no questions asked. They just eat the cupcakes. And the other one takes the cupcake home. So uh, the cupcakes are found by the mom. And she's like, where did these cupcakes come from? And she starts you know, panicking. Like, did you eat these cupcakes? Did you eat these cupcakes? And it's weird because it seems like the mom knows what's going on. But at the same time, she doesn't know what's going on. Or she's just being instinctively scared. Like, did my children eat food that they, you know, that they didn't know what was in it? And what's weird is that it takes a while for the kids to get sick. So she doesn't know this until it's like bedtime. And I'm like, okay, you didn't notice your daughter walk in with a cupcake. But all right, I'll let it go. Um, and when she starts to see that her daughter is sick, she's having a question, uh, questionable moment with her daughter. She's like, did you eat the cupcake? And she's like, no. And the other one's like, she's lying. I saw her eat the cupcake. And then she looks back at her daughter, then chooses, I want to still confirm this with my daughter. Did you eat the cupcake? And I kind of feel like any parent, whether they lie to or not, they want to crack open that cupcake immediately because of what the other kid said. So she still wants to have this like heart to heart conversation with her daughter while her daughter's like severely sick. And it's just, I thought it was really weird. And the daughter supposedly is scared. Uh, the older one, I forgot which one was playing the older one, but she, I, you can tell she's supposed to be, she's a little taller. And she's like, yes, mommy, I ate it. So then now she's sitting there. Now she's got her mommy thinking hat. And it's weird to me because I'm like, what took you so long? Like the other one told you, like, I understand you wanted to tell you the truth, but she's sick and she just ate something that you don't know what she ate. Most parents would go into their parental thing of what did you eat and start ripping apart the food to see what's in it. Maybe there's a blade. And that's what I was wondering. Like, are they, are they going back to that, you know, back to the seventies kind of references? Are they doing that? And she, 
punctures the cupcake and there's like this weird green goo. And I'm thinking to myself, like, just a green goo? Like, that's that's weird. And I'm like, the sister didn't notice this while she was eating it before? Like, you know, like, oh, look, there's green goo in there. I'm going to keep eating. What is this? Um, but when the mom rips open the um, uh, the cupcake, there's like a fortune cookie inside. Uh, like, little fortune from, like, the fortune cookies. And it's like, goodbye. And that's what's written in, uh, on the, the, like, the little ribbon. And I'm like, okay. And she tries to call the cops. Obviously, the landlines are taken down. It's nighttime just to throw that in there. So she tries to, like, you know, go out to her car so she can get uh, her cell phone. And she doesn't have her cell phone because that makes sense that you just leave it out in the middle of the forest because that totally happens all the time, uh, especially when you have kids and you're waiting on your husband to call you so you can arrive. But <laughs> so she ends up finding, like, these strange dolls, like, in the back of her seat. And... Uh, she ends up trying to, like, you know, figure out, like, what is this all really about? When she gets back to the house, um, she ends up finding, like, a a family photo with all the faces, like, scratched out, except for hers. Then she finally realizes, you know, oh, okay, we have a bit of a problem. So this guy won't let her leave the house. He chains the gate to that particular home. So just in case if the husband does actually show up, um, you know, obviously he can kill the husband. And the way the husband died made sense because he's trying to figure, to a certain degree, um, <laughs> uh, he's trying to figure out how to get into the house. So up until this point, uh, she's trying to get the girls to run out into the into the woods so she can, you know, run, defend them, fight the whole nine yards. And one daughter is sick and then are having this weird bratty moment and it reminded me i love dakota fanning but it reminded me of war of the world when she's like having like her super spoiled brat moment when everyone's like basically dying and you're like um do you not have any kind of like instincts for anything so one of the girls the older one is like i want you to carry me and she's like i can't carry you sweetheart your sister is sick i have to carry her i'm not going anywhere unless you carry me and i was just like I don't know. And she's like, and then she stops each time. Honey, let's have a talk. She's trying to have a talk with her. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't care. I understand um, that the the characters were white. But I'm like, I know plenty of white people who would have slapped their kids. And like, listen, there is a killer in the house nearby. We need to get out. No questions asked. Maybe it's my Polish cousins. I don't know. <laughs> but, but the point is, I can think of plenty of white people who are not going to stop in the middle of of something as dangerous as a situation like that to go, <clears throat> honey, I need you to be brave for me, okay? We need to run, but I don't want to go anywhere because you're not picking me up, you're carrying my sister. I, I just didn't see it. It almost felt like it was too unrealistic. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I've never met anyone who's like, my life is in danger. I'm not going to run. I can understand the fear of going outside, but that's not what was happening there. And I'm like, um, okay. Where are we going with this? And I had that, like, Dakota Fanning moment of the War of the Worlds, which, don't get me wrong, I love Dakota Fanning, but her character was pissing me off because she was just like, ah, ah, and I'm like, oh, God, like, shut this kid up. Like, so, <coughs> sorry, I'm, like, very passionate about it, but nothing made sense. So, like, all these random jump scares are happening throughout the film, and I'm like, all right, I get it. But what's starting to happen is that I started tuning out. I would just, like, only look up, like, all right, cool. <laughs> and 
I didn't feel invested in the film because none of their uh, choices as characters, as human beings, made any sense. And it was like this classic, oh my God, it's a woman with two girls and all girls are like these defenseless creatures who can't do anything. And it just seemed weird to me because I'm like, even like the most cowardly woman will at least try to defend her cubs. So it just didn't make sense. It was just like, we're just gonna run. We don't know where we're going, but we're just gonna run. And finally, the hubby hubby shows up, right? So he's at the house. He's trying to call the, the wife, but he can't because, you know, she left her cell phone out in the middle of the woods for random reasons. So the killer has the time to, like, record the the phone calls, which amazes me. He had enough time to record it, put it on tape. You'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. So he sees a weird string, again, that's the killer, leading him somewhere else. So he ends up killing the husband, right? And then he takes the recording within like, I don't know, like 20 minutes. I'm giving, give or take, maybe 30. But like, I'm picturing like, is the killer going home to go do all this and like set things up? I mean, because that's a lot of tape. I, I do arts and crafts and ribbons are not cheap, especially when you use a lot of it. Okay, especially when you're adding in like stickers and signs and stuff. I mean, there's a process to it. And I'm like, how much time does this killer have? Like, no one noticed that there was weird things set up the day before because that's what real arts and craft people do. And the father dies, and then she hears the father's voice playing. And I was supposed to be playing over a speaker, right? And you can hear this coming from a speaker, and she's telling the girl, stay back, stay back. And they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, why are these kids, like, like really dumb? I'm not understanding. Like, they're not even listening to their mom. Um, and there's, like these constant fights like you can tell they have no respect for their mom whatsoever and so they're like we want daddy we don't want him we want daddy and i'm just like i'm i'm not following the character choice like i'm not understanding why do these kids have to be super bratty and no comprehension of what's really going on i understand they're children but kids learn things you know what i mean even the brattiest kids will figure something out like hmm this seems dangerous and there's like a a, a speaker of the husband's voice like laura laura is that you and it's weird so when she finally gets to the front door she steps out which which really annoys me i'm like you know there's a killer outside you left your girls in the house the door is wide open and you just leave the door open. And I'm like, is he going to sneak into the house? Like the classic things like they always do. And she sees that the voice is coming from a tape recorder. And it's her husband's voice. And I'm thinking to myself, um, that probably should be a cue not to go too far. But what does she do? She keeps walking closer and closer. And I guess it's supposed to be like this big unveil moment of like, dun, 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 dun. And she's looking at the, the recording and she's having this moment of confusion. Like, oh no, why is my husband's voice coming from this tape recorder? Quick side note. So you're going to tell me that the serial killer murdered the husband, had time to record his voice from the phone calls, and then like digitally transfer it over to a tape, break out his tape recorder, which by the way seemed a little like, I don't know, presumptuous, but whatever. And then like take a string and he tied it to the top part of the house. That was the weird part. Like, the string is hanging from the top part of the house. I'm like, so he obviously has access to get into the house if he felt like it. And the when she gets to a certain point, I guess he can see her. He drops the tape, and she sees the tape, and she's like, ah! And then the body of her husband falls, and she still sees. She sees her husband. I don't care how 
how close you need to be. You know your significant other if they were dead. So she's staring, but she's still got to like completely check. So she's walking away further from the door, further from the door. And I'm sitting here going, I'm not, I'm not following. Like, are you just trying to say women are dumb and weak? Like, cause I feel like that's the impression I'm getting from this entire film. And as I'm watching, she pulls over the body. His eyes are plucked out. She's like, ah! And then she runs, and then, like, the girls see, the girls are in the house from the window, recognize it's daddy. She's got to walk up to the body. I don't understand how the kids are, like, 12 feet from the body. They're like, that's dad. And this this chick needs to walk over and leave her kids abandoned in the house when there's a serial killer around, but whatever. And she's like, girl, stay back. Oh, no. And then she runs back into the house to protect them. Not from the killer, but from seeing their dad dead. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just don't understand. Like, no one here seems to have any common sense. I'm not, I'm not understanding. I'm really, like, I'm really not understanding. And the girls are fighting her like, no, we want to go to daddy, 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 daddy. And they're just having this huge fit. She's like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's like the emotions aren't matching the situation. And I understand there can be people who have, you know, whether you're fight or flight. And I comprehend that not everyone is brave. You know, some people would really freak out. And I comprehend that. However, the emotions and the, the fights that they were having as a family unit during the situation just did not make any sense and I was just completely confused so now she's got to figure out now I have to man up and get my family out no so she decides I know what we'll do girls go upstairs and I'm like what 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 like go upstairs are you kidding me okay go upstairs so she goes upstairs and she gets herself trapped in, like, I think the room or the attic I'm not sure I started tuning out at this point and she sees there's another man. And again, the man is supposed to be her savior because the other one is attacking. And she's banging against the window because she's struggling to get this window open. And she's like, no, help, help. She's banging on a window. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you, what, what is this? So I'm thinking to myself, like, the guy just killed your husband. You're going to endanger this man. And the guy has enough time to walk towards the house and be like, I can't hear you. And he says it like several times. And I'm like, oh my God, this doesn't make any sense. Like that is the most useless death I have ever seen. So at the last minute, she sees the killer. And now she's like, oh no, now I got to save this guy's life. And she's banging on the window more, bang. And he's looking at her like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. And you see the killer like sneaking up behind him, right? And then finally at the last minute, she decides to break the window. Look behind you! And then the guy turns around, bang. Head is off, hacked off. And she's like, ah! And I'm like, oh my God. Like, whoever, like, did you really, like, when you wrote this, like, did you, this is, is this your perception of women? Like, wh- wh- what? Have, have you checked up on the Spartan women? Like, they were no game. They were just as game as the men, okay? So, like, I'm, like, super offended watching this movie. Like, this is terrible. Like, what kind of crap is this? So, um, now she's got to figure out, oh, no, how am I going to save the children? And eventually, of course, she gets caught. And again... During this entire time, no one is explaining why he is trying to kill the family. And I'm like, there was no introduction. There was no hinting, really. I know they mentioned that another family used to live in this house. But that's, it's not, it's not even so significant when it's mentioned 
that it's like, it's not one of those details like, if you were paying attention. It doesn't come across that way. And she eventually gets caught. He leaves her body in the trunk half open to lure the girls out because the girls are like running and screaming. And he has this moment where he tells the girls like a story and I guess it's supposed to relate like I've always been watching Laura's family I've always been watching and it's just like so you're a stalker I'm not I'm not getting this like did you need to get laid did she do something to you what happened I'm not I'm not fully following and the girls find their mom's body um in the trunk but she's still alive and then the guy to like he doesn't completely kill her which is weird because he killed everyone else and i'm like does he just take pleasure in killing women extra like what is he like taking his time with them and he like hits her in the rib with an axe and she's like in pain she's like blacked out she's in like you know because you know an axe your ribs could be pretty deep you know i don't know lethal so the girls run eventually just catches them and um they're unconscious and you see him later on in the woods making a family out of these human-sized dolls with their body parts so that's what he did with the dad uh that's what he was gonna do with the mom so he walks over to the daughter and he's like taking his time he's measuring her eye which doesn't make any sense now because i'm like he seemed to have been quite fine with doing the dad really quickly so i'm not i'm not understanding like why is he like oh good morning bob like that's his vibe and i'm confused so He's measuring in the eyes, and then they're having this moment like, oh no, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So one of the girls wakes up, and she's trying to wake her, her sister up without the guy noticing. But he keeps like looking over like, I thought I saw a movement over there. And I'm just like, what, now they're clever? Like, I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not understanding. And it's weird. So they decide to do character development at the very end for the, the girl who was screaming that she didn't want to listen to her mom because daddy wasn't there or that she wanted to be carried. And this is the same girl suddenly like, I have to man up. And I'm like, what the, f- what is this? What are you doing? So finally, right when the guy is about to cut off her arm, um coincidentally enough apparently the mom who's been in the trunk had enough time to open up presents that the father had in the back seat of the car open them up and leave all these random tricks and stuff in the yard so they'll lure the guy out so he plays so she plays the music and and uh and he follows the music because he's like what's this this is so weird everyone's dead like where's this music coming from and then like he follows it he's opening up the gifts he's confused like there's a teddy bear and i'm like wait a minute 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 you had enough time with after being i don't know beaten up uh an axe into your rib you left no blood trail of whatsoever you have no your wounds are not covered up or anything like that you had enough time in the daytime when you when you where you could see where he was to sit there open up these gifts you tell me he didn't hear the the wrapping paper being like unsettled and stuff like that because he heard the music that was coming from a music box like a mile away so i'm just i'm just i'm just confused and i just want you to walk me through this and she attacks him like that's her last minute of like trying to defend her family and then the girls are like you know finally the other one doesn't realize what the mom is doing but she wakes her sister up like get out we gotta get out of here and you know the mom finally has her moment of like i'm gonna defend my family so she hits him or whatever the girls get in the car and they start driving away and the last thing that they see you're like i guess this will be like a happy ending but none of it makes any sense and then um the little girl turns around looks out the window and she's like mommy where did he go and then it's like dun, 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 and then they drive off and i'm like what the f- did i watch what was that i'm like what was that what would just uh so 
now that I've told you everything about the film, here are my major issues. And I'm sorry that this this audio is going into like more than 20 minutes, but I am pissed. First of all, um, I hate the fact that all of the female characters are like the weakest of the bunch. They're all dependent and waiting on some dude to come save them. Dad, I can almost expect because maybe you don't want the father, I don't know, to walk in on the danger or whatever because your dumbass lost your cell phone. Whatever. Fine. But... The fact that she only felt she could be saved the minute she saw a stranger man after there's a stranger man running around killing her family and she sees another one like, he can save us, now we're saved. That whole mind concept, what the, man, what, what, what's your problem? Like, that was terrible. And then you finally, then finally character development doesn't kick in for the little girl who's been whining this whole time. Like, I want daddy. I want you to carry me. Why won't you carry me? I want daddy. I'm not listening to you. Then she decides, oh, now I have to be, you know, oh no, now I have to be, you know, uh, an adult. I have to figure out how to survive. Now her survival instincts kick in after she sees her that her mom is probably dead. It just, I just... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not understanding and I, I'm not understanding the fights. I understand that the girls didn't listen to their mom, but there were just certain things that I just did. I don't know. I cannot picture any mom, even the moms who get walked all over, uh, by their kids. I can't picture them being in danger and then stopping to go, okay, listen, Maddie, Kayla, I understand you guys don't want to listen to me right now, but you see that there's a murderer running around loose and I really kind of just need you to run. No, you're going to carry me. I just don't see it because your human instinct, fight or flight, is going to be one of the two. So the girls seem to have had neither. And that was really confusing. And the other thing is they never explained what it was that he gave her. Like what was supposedly the green goo? I'm not, there was... Uh, women are not that weak. They are not. There are men that are weak. There are women that are weak. So, but the fact that all three females are like, I need a man to save me, is probably the part that's irritating me the most. Otherwise, I would have been fine with the film. If the mom sat there and like actually fought back, I would have been like, all right, I'm down with this. Or... The daughters, maybe the first time she would have been a little bright. If the daughter didn't want to run out the house, instead of her crying, oh, you didn't carry me, oh, you didn't carry me, like your sister is basically half dead. I need you to, I need you to, I need you to, I need you to run, mama. <laughs> I need you to run with mama, okay? If that was like the first line, fine. I'll, I'll dismiss it. But it was like an excessive thing. Like, uh, daddy, I don't like why. Like, it was almost like it gave off the the idea of like, I don't want to be with you because you're like you're stupid. It's like, yeah, well, you're stupid too. So like, <laughs> it's it's just weird. It didn't it didn't make any sense. And I'm like, I understand. So yes, there have been horrible things that happen to people. But for a horror film, I just needed to make sense. If it was supposed to be like cheesy. And you're like, oh, no, ha, 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 you know, like Texas Chainsaw, you know, like a bunch of crazy, stupid teenagers walking into that. And it felt like you that was the vibe they were trying to give you, but it didn't really apply to the plot that they had. And I'm just, I'm just so upset. I'm sorry. I'm just, I know I'm never this upset. I don't normally talk this long for my podcast, but my God, I just, I can't get that time back. I'm just, I'm just... I just, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And I, I, I sat there and thought, how am I going to do this review? Um, the actors themselves were great. They fulfilled their duty. And I can see that. I can actually see this is the direction that they were told to take. 
and um i also didn't like how the dad died it just seemed weird that i'm like does it normally seem like your wife would put a chain and padlock on the front door and then front door i'm sorry i hicked up i don't know if you heard that um on the front door and you can see it's chained and locked and you're like laura can you let me in why'd you lock it does, does your has your wife ever taken red ribbon and linked it around a dark black forest and then like led you somewhere I, if she's never done it, I don't think she's ever going to. So when he died, it just seemed like he was defenseless too. Like, oh no, he only got him because he caught the male off, uh, you know, off guard. And I'm like, you didn't even give the dad a fighting chance. You didn't even give the other random dude who's like, I can't hear you. His death was absolutely useless. The fact that she's banging on the windows and he's just like, yeah, there's a chicken like danger. Let me go see what she needs. It seems so ridiculous. <sighs> I'm sorry. I think I'm going to need therapy just for like watching this film. And it's not even because it's so scary. It's just the fact that nothing made any sense. Like I'm going to, I just, I've been twisting and turning and I've just been trying to figure it out. And I feel like I'm going to give myself an aneurysm. And that's, that's, that's not even fair. That's not even right. Um, this film, I'm going to break it down. Um, cause normally I'd be like, they get five out of five or three out of five Cadmus. I know that's what I normally do. Uh, but this is a special case. Uh, the cinematography, beautiful, very nicely shot, very well done actors beautiful great well done they portrayed the character that they were supposed to do because that is their job um the story the plot the direction of making the characters act like that no one out of five cadmas that part makes me upset that really makes me upset because i just just it just makes me feel like the writer um, just perceives women as just weak and they're highly dependent on males, which is weird because my family, and I'm not saying that the men in my family are completely weak, but the strongest members of, the, of my family are the women from whatever culture, background, whether they're the Puerto Rican cousin of mine, Polish, it doesn't matter. All of the women are the strongest members of the family. I basically was raised in the mascara. So for me to see this video, it's like, no. <laughs> No, like inaccurate. Um, so yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, if you have like, if you're just curious, like how it looks, maybe you have a different opinion. Maybe you feel like it, it makes sense to you. If it does, oh my god, please like come and find me and tell me like, hey, come onto my Tumblr. And be like, hey, saw that movie. I agree or I disagree. Um, but yeah, no, just no.